listening to the ACB Advocacy Update. Welcome back to another episode of ACB Advocacy Update. Um, I am Claire Stanley, the Advocacy and Outreach Specialist here at ACB, uh, joined by (laughs) Clark Rockfall, Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, This is interesting times for ACB and everyone else out there. So we appreciate you joining us and um, listening over ACB radio as well as over whatever podcast player you're using. Like Clark said, this is an interesting time. You are literally listening to all of us from home. So I'm currently sitting on my couch as we record and I'm not sure where, sure where Clark is and our guest, but it's interesting time. So you get us live from our very own homes. There you go. And joining us today, uh, no stranger to ACB members or even this podcast. Cindy Van Winkle, how are you? I'm doing good and yes, I'm at home too and hopefully you won't hear too much of my guide dog who is not understanding all of these changes going on. So <laughs> yeah, my my dogs uh, just pets but they have adjusted quite rapidly to the new normal and occasionally they will just in the middle of whatever I'm doing demand their afternoon walk yeah my uh two-year-old guide dog is extremely bored so what can you do (laughs) yeah that's it yep uh, as everyone who's listening knows at acb much like the the rest of the country and a lot of the world um we are sheltering in place we're practicing our social distancing um, and our office is closed, national office is closed for the foreseeable future due to the COVID-19 uh, virus outbreak. So we're but I think it's, I think it's important to say we're closed, but we're not closed for business. So we're still working. We're just working remotely. So That's right. So in, and Cindy, thank goodness for, for technology. <laughs> right. Yeah. And Cindy, yeah. for those who don't know you, um, we share with our guests a little bit about your role with ACB. Sure. I came on board June 10th of last year. I'm membership services coordinator and I work out of Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. And our office, it's the business office, it is also closed for now, but uh, we are all working remotely and it is business as usual. We all have access to phone calls and uh, you know our computers and whatever we need uh, to do. I know I'm keeping really busy. My main focus of my job is working with affiliate leaders and all of our membership and trying to uh, meet whatever needs affiliates have uh, around membership retention and growth. So it's a, it includes a lot of elements, leadership training, um, a lot of communication, and really it's all about relationships, and so it's great because I love people, so <laughs> it's been a, a great uh, time for me these, these past almost 10 months uh, of getting to know our membership even better, new people that I had not known before, and really learning about our affiliates, where they're at, and um, just 
coming alongside them to support them. So Cindy, you said you love people, which I completely concur. <laughs> I can tell that's who you are. You're a true people person. Um, and mm -hmm. I think that's so important right now in the midst of what's going on with the COVID-19 crisis. A lot of us, or most of us, we should be at home. That's what we are expected to do unless absolutely necessary to go elsewhere. So we're all at home. We're social distancing. We're doing that kind of thing. But community is so important, and we have such a great community of members through ACB. So can you talk a little bit about what um, ACB is doing and what our different affiliates are doing to, to stay in touch, to continue to be a community in the blind and visually impaired community, even in the midst of this social distancing that we're going through? Sure. As soon as this started unfolding, you know, my first thought was, oh, no, chapters are canceling their meetings and so people are not going to be getting together which means they're disconnecting oh no i gotta do something <laughs> that was my kind of knee-jerk reaction you know and then um i was like well uh if people aren't able to meet in person we've already been doing this a long time committees meet all over you know from all over the country Ge geography uh, miles are are you know no problem at all when it comes to committee work nationally and uh, national affiliates. I mean, the ACB board meets, uh, the, and, you know, many of our special interest affiliates meet via conference call, and many of our state affiliates have been doing this for a long time via conference call. But there are some chapters out there who have not met via conference call. And so, first, what I, I did was I, I held a couple of conference calls just to talk to leaders about how we can stay connected during this time. They were well received, well attended, and we had some great idea sharing. And really, it came down to, you know, utilizing conference call services such as Zoom or freeconferencecall.com. And it came down to also talking about how we should be reaching out to our membership by making a phone call. Most people are at home now. So, you know, let's get those, those phones ringing and reach out to members that maybe we haven't talked to in a while, just see how they're doing, check in with them. So uh, that came out of those calls. And, and actually, we've been doing a President's Hump Day Happy Hour on Wednesdays. Uh, so we've had a couple of them so far. Those also have been well attended. And uh, the second one came after kind of, you know, the whole uh, social distancing came into play. And so some of the same things that were talked about on those other calls were also shared on the president's call. Also uh, seeing a lot of that kind of discussion uh, and also a need knowing that really we are community and wanting to keep community going and um, really meet people where they're at. I reached out to our leadership list and asked people to share committees and affiliates to share any of their uh, conference calls that they might want to put on uh, topic, you know, topic driven. Uh, to to share with the membership. And so we have this whole lineup and it will be ongoing. 
you know, if you received the email and you know uh, some of those calls that are coming up, that's great. Uh, and you'll likely receive another one because I think that, you know, this is not something that's going to stop uh, in the next couple of weeks, unfortunately. So uh, we want to grow the opportunities for people to get together and uh, I'll be especially reaching out to some of our special interest affiliates mm -hmm. to see if they would like to, you know, sponsor something. And yeah, so we'll get some community calls going and just really wanting people to have an opportunity, a way to reach out and talk with each other and, um, you know, have something to do and look forward to. Cindy, with the president's uh, happy hour calls each week or with the other calls that you've mm -hmm. already posted, what have been some of the the overlapping themes or main takeaways um, that have that have stuck with you from doing those calls so far? I think that um, my first thought is that we have a lot of caring leaders who want to really uh, meet the needs of their membership. And so it's, you know, really up to individual members to share maybe their interest areas or their concerns with their leaders and see if there could be maybe a call that could uh, help them. So people want, want to share with each other. They want to know that they're not alone. Not only not alone, you know, physically, right? Like I'm in my apartment, I'm by myself in Minneapolis. I'm not talking to anybody uh, in person, it's all via the phone or internet. So that's one way of being alone, but I'm also not alone in maybe some of the way I feel. And I, so that came out in those calls. And I think that really it's a, a leaders want to, to hear from their membership on what they need, what, you know, how they would feel uh, better connected. And so this is just going to be evolving. I think it's going to be changing as we go, but really that's the main thing that we have a, a caring community and people really want to do right by one another and find a way to uh, engage our membership. I like that you use the word caring because I think that's so true. One of the events that we're going to be putting on at the end of this week on the 27th of March is kind of a support group for people to come together and talk about how they're feeling and some of the challenges they're having and coming up with solutions for each other. And the, um, the, the, the infancy of this came from the idea from Ray Campbell, our very own Ray Campbell um, from the board. And he said, you know, I feel like people are going to be anxious and worried and have questions and concerns. Let's come together as, as peers, part of our information referral and peer support. So the peer support of that is to support each other and come together. And so he came up with this great idea. And Brooks Jodstad, um, one of our ACB members who has a, a social work background, is going to facilitate it. We're just going to be able to, to be there for each other remotely through Zoom and just talk about some of our concerns and then um, you know, productively come up with solutions for each other and be there for each other. So caring is a great word to use because I really see that in the, the group of members that we have. And that really and is, I, I, oh, go ahead. is Sorry, a, core, a core principle of, of ACB. I mean, obviously we're a membership organization and 
the members are the strength of the organization. Mm -hmm. But the reason that's the case is because uh, our members do care about one another. They do have empathy for the circumstances and situations that other people are dealing with. And we want to provide avenues of support um, so that everyone has the opportunity to come together and we can work through tough patches, whether that's uh, you know, losing or deteriorating vision, or that's working under the current circumstances where we all might feel a little bit isolated, but there are still people out there who care about one another. And there are various tools and resources um, at our disposal to still reach out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And there's, there's some, this is a great time for us to also maybe take on some, uh, something we've not done before, try and learn uh, something, read a book we haven't read, try recipes we haven't tried, pick up an instrument we haven't played in a long time. I mean, and there are people out there that are willing to uh, encourage us along, you know, teach us and, uh, or tell us how we could do it or, you know, uh, lead us in conversation over something that might be of interest to us. So it's, it's really us, one, either finding outside sources, uh, YouTube is a great one. Mm. You know, you can learn just about anything on YouTube, right? <laughs> but we, but as a community, we can also come together to, um, you know, meet those needs. And so maybe somebody out there uh, has a talent, something that they know how to do well. Maybe they're a teacher or, you know, their, their job has, uh, you know, stopped for the time being and they would love to offer service. Uh, you know, they could certainly contact me and I will work with them to create an event where they could reach out to our membership and maybe get people that are interested in that given topic area. Uh, so, I mean, this is really ever growing and uh, expanding. And I know we've got some, some of the calls that we'll be holding are, you know, more serious in nature, um, very, you know, topic driven in that regard. Uh, I know Clark, you're going to be doing one here soon. Um, but, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, but they don't, you know, they could also be just sharing. So uh, it's it's just an exciting time. I think this is a great opportunity for us to expand our ability to, uh, you know, to really reach out and have that sense of community in various ways via conference call that maybe we haven't really delved into as much as we could. And maybe it will be something we can continue even after this is all over with. Mm -hmm. And Cindy, if folks want to get in touch with you, um, what's the best way to do that? Sure, via email, C Van Winkle, V A, so the letter C for Cindy, V A N W I N K L E at acb.org. And, uh, or they can call me at 612. Three four five nine zero three six. That is my office number, and it will ring on my phone. <laughs> That's great. And what's the best way for folks to find out about these open calls and meetings um, that ACB is pulling together? So currently, they are up on our website at www.acb.org. 
so you can check there. And Kelly has done a great job to put them all on the website. Uh, certainly, I can email you if you did not receive the email. Uh, sent, drop me a, a line either by phone or email, and I'd be happy to shoot off that email to you as well. And as you mentioned, Cindy, we do have um, a couple coming up this week in terms of webinars and meetings. Um, so this podcast will be posted on Thursday, March 26th. On the day prior, on Wednesday, March 25th, we'll actually have a guest from the U.S. Census Bureau who's going to talk with our members about um, completing the 2020 census, um, how to do it, how to request large print or braille instructions, as well as how to complete it either in paper, hard copy form, uh, by phone, or online. And just from personal experience, I did this last week, and it took probably 15 minutes at most. It was really easy. So we're fortunate to have him come, and we will certainly record that conversation um, which will also be simulcasted over ACB radio live. Um, but then we'll have that so that we can, uh, so that folks can listen to it at their convenience, whether it's as a podcast um, or by visiting ACB radio. And Claire, you have, you mentioned one that's coming up this Friday. You want to give a quick plug for that again? Sure. Yeah. So the, again, the one coming up on Friday is a superior support um, time. It'll be an hour long on Friday, March 27th at 8 p.m. East Coast time. Um, and again, it'll be facilitated by Brooke Jostad, who is a great next generation member of ACB. And we'll just be talking, we'll spend about half of the time just letting people kind of express how they're feeling because we can be feeling all kinds of things. And then the second half of it will go through a couple of topics that are um, important to those of us in the blind and visually impaired community. Things like how to get groceries in this, you know, current um, situation as people who are blind or visually impaired or what we do with our guide dogs when like Cindy and I were joking, our guide dogs are stir crazy. So just a few topics like that that are um, applicable to those of us who are blind and visually impaired right now. So I look forward to it. And Ray and I have talked about it, and we foresee it being very popular. Um, so we foresee that there will be probably another one or even another couple of the same, same format. So look forward to that as well. Um, so another... Perfect. And also there's, there, sorry, there's, there's a few others too. Um, on Saturday, we have uh, the Saturday the 28th. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Saturday the 28th uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern. There's the Blind Information and Technology Specialist. I have their Saturday night chat. And then on Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern, we have President Dan Spoon and mm -hmm. Executive Director Eric Bridges. They're going to do a sports chat. So that should be a lot of fun. And then on Sunday, March 29th, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, we have uh, audio, the audio description project. It's going to do an audio description roundtable. So that should be interesting. And then Monday night, pretty important, at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, this is March 30th, the board of directors will be meeting on a special meeting to discuss the upcoming 
ACB conference and convention, and it will be streamed live on ACB radio. So uh, those are some of the other calls. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays for the foreseeable future, we will do a coffee break at 1 p.m. Eastern for just a chat. So those are just some, some of the upcoming calls. I love that. There is no shortage of abilities for our members to get together. Um, and at a time where, you know, you can feel alone, you're not alone because there's so many opportunities to hang out virtually and just chat and have support from other people and yeah, just be there for each other. So um, another sure. thing I wanted to make sure to stress um, as we're talking about everything that's going on during this time is that, like we said, um, we, not, we might not be in the office, but we're still open for business. And Clark and I are still doing lots of advocacy. And I, I know Clark can agree. I'm kind of laughing to myself. There is no shortage of advocacy right now, especially in spite of everything. So if you guys are experiencing any issues, uh, please let us know any advocacy necessary issues. Um, for instance, we want to hear from any students who might be struggling with their online uh, class services because things have definitely changed um, in spite of all of this. And I'm sure the examples of things that are happening because of the coronavirus and the accommodations or lack of accommodations as a result. Um, so please let us know. We want to hear from you. We want to be able to help you. Um, we're advocating to Congress and doing a lot of work there, but we'd love to be an advocate for you directly too. So let us know if we can help. Yeah, and we're still receiving a lot of feedback from our members who participated in the DC leadership meetings as well as the legislative seminar. Um, thank you to everyone who went to Capitol Hill and double thanks to those who went to Capitol Hill and then completed their Hill feedback surveys. That's right. <laughs> Claire has been working with Sharon and Kelly in our office to compile that feedback put it into a spreadsheet and then reach out to those Hill offices to follow up. However, I will say that as we're doing this follow-up, uh, we're getting the sense that Congress is a little busy at the moment. A little preoccupied. Uh, yeah. So as we reach out, for example, on the low vision bill, um, the staffers that we're speaking with are like, you know, yes, we are interested in this issue. Um, yes, thank you for bringing this to our attention. It is important. However, you know, we have no bandwidth at the moment. Please follow up with us in a few weeks. So that's something that we've been noting and documenting, and we certainly will follow up with them. I was going to say, I'm gladly taking notes in my spreadsheet that say call back in three weeks or email back in three weeks, and they will, they will hear from me in three weeks. Don't you worry, members. I, yeah. I've written those down, so... And as those issues um, kind of get tabled for the moment, there are plenty of other issues that are popping up. Um, so for example, Congress is working on several stimulus packages to aid sectors of the economy, as well as workers, um, state and local governments, hospitals, et cetera. And we are closely monitoring these stimulus packages um, with our corporate, corporate partners, as well as other nonprofits and the broader cross-disability community uh, to make sure that the provisions that are in place uh, will benefit the society as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, there are sometimes when there's a crisis, uh, 
the reaction of policymakers is to sweep regulations aside, you know, those burdensome regulations, um, <laughs> sweep them aside and just try to get money out the door as fast as possible. Um, however, having the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, IDEA, and the regulations that require a, a uh, free, appropriate public education. Um, Fair, are, appropriate public education. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are not just burdensome regulations. Um, those ensure that students with disabilities uh, receive a, an education. You know, it, it makes sure that they receive the resources and the teaching materials that they need to be successful um, throughout the school year, whether it's in the classroom or out. So like Claire said, if you have any stories to share of inaccessible online platforms um, or students who are being harmed by this move to distance or e-learning, please let us know. And that goes for the employment and you know, people with their jobs as well. If there are workplace accommodations that are, that are not being met, please share that with us. Um, and if you know folks who need medical attention and the telehealth platform or the electronic health records that they're being told to use are inaccessible to them, please share that with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there are things that are going to come out of this that we couldn't even have imagined or thought of that are going to be uh, have negative, not even, you know, intentionally, of course, but just have negative consequences that we couldn't have foreseen. So please keep us posted because we want to assist in any way we can. Plenty more will be happening on this front. Um, please, everyone, stay tuned. Cindy, thank you so much for joining us here today. Yeah, thank you, Cindy. Well, of course, you guys, anytime. And again, please do not hesitate to reach out to me if you need me to send you the list of conference calls coming up, more importantly, if you have ideas or would be willing to lead a, a topic-driven community event via conference call, please reach out to me. See Van Winkle at acb.org or 612-345-9036. Great. Thank you. And as always, if you have any advocacy issues, you can email Clark and myself at advocacy at acb.org. We are fortunate to have advanced, advanced technology that if you guys call us at the national number or email us, our technology is able to go home with us. So we, you guys can still stay connected to us. We can't get away from you and we're, we're happy to be there. So reach out. Great. Well, Clark, what do we always say as we end our show? We tell everyone, be safe, stay healthy, <laughs> and keep advocating. Advocating. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the ACB Advocacy Update. You can reach us by emailing advocacy at acb.org. The ACB Advocacy Update is a production of the American Council of the Blind in Alexandria, Virginia. To learn more about ACB, visit us online at www.acb.org.